0: Welcome to the Leaders in Payments podcast, where we talk to C-level leaders from across the payments landscape. We'll be discussing the products and services that impact
1: the payment space today, as well as trends and predictions for the future of payments. We will also hear stories from our guests about their journeys to the top. Cards are here to stay. I really think that's about cards being that fantastic marketing tool for financial institutions, the, the physical embodiment of the customer relationship. And I think in that, metal is memorable. It increases the customer stickiness, it enhances the customer experience, it elevates the brand. So I really think that looking at the future of payment, I think Secure and our beautiful metal cards will continue to play an increasingly important part in the payment experience.
0: That was Amanda Gowerbalt, the Chief Revenue Officer at Compo Secure, and she is my special guest on this episode, episode 209 of the Leaders in Payments podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Myers. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to make you aware of some sponsorship opportunities we have here at the Leaders in Payments podcast. We have various sponsorship opportunities, including our upcoming Diversity and Inclusion Month in March. We're also launching a new series of podcasts called The Pulse of Payments, where we're going to focus on a specific specific topic for an entire month. For example, we'll cover embedded finance, open banking, cross-border payments, and more. And finally, if you've ever thought about starting your own business podcast, please reach out. We're B2B podcasting experts and can help you launch and market your very own podcast. For more information on any of these opportunities, please contact me directly at greg at Now back to the show. My guest this week has a genuine passion for teamwork and a competitive edge that she credits her family for. Being the youngest of seven children, Amanda always had to be able to run faster than everyone else in order to get them to pay attention to her. And this tenacity has served her well throughout her payments career. Secure is the world leader in metal cards. They have a portfolio that spans through financial institutions and fintechs alike, with some of the most recognizable brands in our industry. As for the benefits of a metal card, Amanda talks about several use cases with impressive results, including an Amex issuance that resulted in a 52% uplift in customer retention and a 17% uplift in spend. Amanda and I talk about her journey, where she sees the industry going in the next two to three years, as it relates to frictionless authentication, password-free logins, and biometrics, and much, much more. We've got a great episode ahead, so let's get started. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for being here and welcome to the Leaders in Payments podcast.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me. Really excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. So let's dive in and we're going to talk about your professional journey in a minute, but let's talk about you personally. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Where do you currently live? Let's talk about those things first.
1: Okay. So, well, I grew up in London, in England, and I'm I'm the baby of a family of seven. And I think that gave me a lot of drive. I mean, if I wanted anybody to play with me, I had to be able to run faster than they could. So uh, I think that uh, that probably made me a very competitive and tenacious person. I think that's probably where it comes from. And I think that big family is also a big team. And in business, it's the same. My mantra, as anybody will tell you, is better together. And I think that I fundamentally believe that teamwork, whether it be in a company, in a family, with our with our customers, is the best way for everybody to get the best results. And I really think that that came from my my background of being the baby in a big family. And then, yeah, so schooling. So I studied French and Spanish at Durham University. That's in the northeast of England. And I went on to marry a Frenchman and have four Franco-British children. I lived in France for the best part of 30 years before I came over here just just last September to live in the States. And yeah, on that journey, I just—I guess I've been you know, something like 25 to 30 years, but longer than I care to admit, actually, in the payment industry, and starting actually in banknotes in Latin America. And then I moved on to the banking card space where I opened the UK and Spanish markets for Overture, and then opened the UK subsidiary for Giza Cundivriant, who's another major player in the card manufacturing industry, and then back to Oberture, which became Ademia, And I ran global accounts and I ran fintechs. I ran North America. I ran Latin America. And then in the last three years there, I led the financial institution division. So that's like 3,600 people, billion dollars in revenue, personalization sites all over the world. And then a year ago, I, I came here. I joined compusecure who's the world leader in metal cards, and I, I took on the role of Chief Revenue Officer at Composecure.
0: Okay, great. Well, that's a good segue into the next question. Tell the audience what Composecure does.
1: So Composecure is the... World leader in metal cards. So if I think about my life in the payment industry over the last 25 years, it's seen so much change. I mean, I told you that I started off in banknotes and I think it's crazy to think actually that, that banknotes, in spite of our digital revolution is still a growing market. And, and then when I moved into cards, well, it was still Magstripe at that time and we've, since then, we've gone from MagStripe to chip cards to contactless cards to Apple Pay to Google Pay and all sorts of other digital payments and and even the arrival of crypto, of course. And what I find really fascinating about our industry is that however digital the world has become, the physical card is still maintaining and gaining, in fact, momentum. And I think that as well is where Compre Secure comes in to play a really big part because what we've seen in recent years is the rise of fintechs and neobanks, which are really challenging the traditional banks to to up their game. They're all fighting to attract and retain customers to be top of wallet and to get the most brand exposure and the most share of spend. And and at Secure we work with some huge global players. We work with Chase, American Express, HSBC, but, but we also work with a very large number of fintechs like N26, like Crypto.com, PayPal, Monzo, Venmo. And all of these players are making a difference with Metal. And that's really where we come in. And for the global players, and in fact for all of them, it's all about these same key priorities attracting. Retaining and being top of wallet. And let me give you an example of how we have, you know, been instrumental at CompuSecure in in helping our customers to do this. So let me give you an example of of American Express. So a few years ago, American Express was really watching Chase eat their lunch because Chase had started issuing a metal card with CompuSecure for their premium customers, and Amex was just losing ground on their platinum and gold products. So they decided to. Issue a a metal card. And when they did that, they did three other things. They increased the fee by about $100. So I might not get the numbers absolutely right, but it's say from about $450 to $550 membership fee. They added an Uber credit and they increased the rewards when a card was used to book flights. And what they saw was really quite incredible. They saw a 52% uplift in customer acquisitions. And they saw a 17% uplift in spend. So that's people who already had a platinum card, but were using this card more. And I think the most unexpected thing of all there was probably that 47% of their newly acquired members were millennials. People might think that the metal card is something for older people, for the more established and so on. But actually, it's incredibly popular with millennials. And they also found actually that a huge number of their existing customers who already had all the benefits but didn't have a metal card called in to ask for a metal card. And I think that's really quite fascinating because there's obviously there's a a greater cost in issuing a metal card. But when we model it out, we say that if you only see a 1% to 2% uplift in acquisition, it will, you know, more than secure your return on investment. And, and you know, as I was saying, you know, Amex saw a 52% uplift. So, you know, that's why they've progressively added more and more metal cards to their portfolio, Rose Gold, Gold, Marriott, Delta. And then, as I said, you know, I, I talked about the millennials who, with whom, you know, a metal card was incredibly popular. And that really plays into what we're seeing with our fintech customers who are just Massively keen on issuing metal, they're—I they're, would say—probably the biggest growth lever in metal in our industry. And I think that's probably because they just don't have any physical presence. They don't have any other physical touch point with their customers, and so they have to find something. And increasingly, what they're what they're using is the metal card as a, a fabulous marketing tool to keep their brand present and really relevant to their often millennial customers. And something I discovered actually from a, I was recently overseas with a very big fintech. And what they said is it doesn't only help them with their, those key priorities that I mentioned, attraction, retention, top of wallet. It also cuts their acquisition costs by, About two thirds. Now, in the US, I guess that would mean, you know, a reduction from around, let's say, $600 to acquire a new customer to around $200. So it's a, it's another great part of the value proposition for any financial institution. So you say, so what do we do? Well, metal cards. I think you'll have got that from what, what I was just saying. You well, know, leader in metal cards. We've got you know, about 800 employees and we provide metal cards to customers all over the world. But I think what's really exciting is that we don't only do that. We do a lot more than that because one of the key challenges that we have found facing our customers is fraud. It's phishing. It's smishing. It's, it's basically accounts being hacked and banks need a solution that allows their customers to feel safe. We did a survey recently and one of the respondents said to us, hacking feels like a violation. I think about it every time I make a major transaction online. And we can see that the public figures that are published are saying that fraud is expected to reach $48 billion just this year. I mean, it. It's scary. It's scary for our industry, but it's also scary for the man in the street. A lot of that results from data breaches, and most of those data, data breaches are all about poor password security. And that's where I'm excited about what CompuSecure also can bring to the party, because with our Arculus suite of products, we help our customers with multi-factor authentication because that's actually another pain point for our customers. How do you combine convenience and security? Our customers need to provide a a fantastic user experience, so they need to provide convenience and they also need to provide peace of mind. And and nobody really wants to be asked 20 questions about, I know, what was your first pet? Where were you born? What was your mother's maiden name? Or All of these things when you want to say who you are at a call center. But you do want to make sure that they know you're you. And our customers want to make sure that it's easy for their customers to transact, but they also have to protect them. So you can send a one-time password. That's what a lot of them do, but it's not convenient. It's not secure. You can have a man in the middle attack and divert the message. You can be SIM swapped. And so I think the industry is coming to a general conclusion that FIDO, Fast Identity Online, is A great solution and Apple has adopted it and Google and Microsoft. But interestingly, I was talking to a big fintech customer just a week or so ago and he was saying, yeah, it's great. And one of the great things about it is that it's a global standard, but then customers have to have a token. And that's just a pain. They have to have some sort of device to be able to log in. And he's right. It is painful, except if your authenticator can be a CompuSecure Arculus metal card. And that's where I say, you know, that, yes, we are the, the world's biggest supplier of metal cards, but we do far more than that. We really uplift the experience and the security so that the card can be also your authentication token. And then it's not a pain then it's cool, it's secure, and it's intuitive, and it's simple to use. Because with our Arculus authentication card, you can just tap your card to the back of your phone and you can authenticate a transaction and you can prove you are you. You can use it for when you're making a big transaction, when you're changing your cell phones, when you're calling a call center. And I think that's one of the really exciting about things about Compu Secure and and its arcular suite of products, the fact that, you know, we are involved in game changing innovation for our customers. And so, you know, I think what we do by doing that is create a better customer experience and add more value to the card. And it can also, you know, for those customers or those those financial institutions who've already invested in Fido, and there are quite a few who have, you know, following Google and, and Microsoft and so on, but they just don't know how to make it easy for their customers to adopt it and and here it's your metal payment card which can be your authenticator tap it to your smartphone it's simple and it's secure and it's and it's cool and i think it's worth remembering as well that the metal ca- payment card just elevates the experience in in so many ways because it's great when my card allows me to pay but when it's aspirational and when it makes me feel good when i pay that's even better and i think that's what we bring with our metal card and then when just by Tapping it to your phone, I can use it to log in, to sign, to prove I'm me, to call a call center, and all that with a really great user experience. I think what we allow is an enhanced relationship between the payment card provider and the cardholder. And it just, we really allow, I think, our customers to allow their brand to stand out in a unique and innovative and high tech way. And, you know, that's what Comprehensive, and the Arculus solution can offer.
0: Okay, and what would you say differentiates your company and what you do from your competitors out there?
1: So before I talk about products, I think I'd just like to talk about our values because I really do believe that that's a differentiator. I mentioned earlier that we carried out a survey and our customers tell us that what sets us apart is the sense of genuine partnership that they feel working with us. And one of the things that actually really touched my heart is that the the most common word that they used to describe why they like working with CompuSecure is family. And they, many of them talk about how we worked with them during the pandemic, how we were really there for them, for their customer, for our customers, for our employees as well, of course. But but dealing with new challenges, making sure that we allowed people to have the ability to continue to pay in very difficult circumstances, and you know, protected our people, protected our customers, and protected our customers' customers. So I think I think that first thing is really value our values and the feeling that generates in our customers of working with us, and and then. The second thing I would say is innovation. I think CompuSecure has just an amazing can-do attitude and Just let me let me give you an example. So American Express wanted to create a limited edition metal card co branded with Delta Airlines. And listen to this, they wanted to make it out of the wings of a seven four seven. And that is impossible. I mean, honestly, how do you make an aeroplane ring go into an ATM and respect ISO Sanders and you're making this out of you know, it's full of rivets, it's made of aluminium and you don't make cards out of aluminium, it's far too soft even for metal cards. in their right minds, I think, would have said no. And what I love about CompuSecure's can-do attitude is that we didn't say no, we said, hmm, how? And we did it. We set up a supply chain to harvest the aluminium from, from the Wings of the plane to flatten it into sheets that we could make into cards to combine it with other materials so that we could make it robust enough to become a payment card. And frankly, it was just an incredible feat of engineering. And and beyond that, it also takes recycling to another level. People are talking about recycling. I mean, recycling a seven four seven is is something else. And and yeah, you see what differentiates us. I think that differentiates us: our our can do attitude, our permanent desire to innovate. You might have seen it actually, you might have seen the LED card for US Bank that was issued recently. There's been quite a lot of press about it. And that's got a, an LED embedded into the metal, which lights up when you make a transaction. There's, there's no battery, it, it harvests the energy from the post-terminal. And, and when you pay, the logo lights up. And so it's cool, it's really innovative. And, and, you know, it shows the fabulous engineers that we have to make these things happen as well. And then what I was talking to you before about the Arculus suite of products, I, I, I think the idea that your card can be more than just a means of payment, that it can combine payment and cold storage, payment and authentication. And, you know, just like you tap to pay, you tap to authenticate with your payment card and and nobody else does that. Nobody else manufactures a a payment card using elliptical curve algorithms um, in the chipset for speed and for security. And so that puts us really at the forefront of innovation and highly, highly advanced cryptography so i think you know by combining all that we do provide convenience security and a great customer experience whether it's for our customers customers or for our customers themselves in the way that we in the way that we look after them in the way that we manage them and actually in the scale that we provide which is just leagues ahead of anybody else Sure. Well,
0: where do you see this all headed, say, in the next two to three years? Are there just more innovative things that you're working on or sort of what's your vision of the future?
1: So we continue to innovate all the time. It's in our lifeblood. And and I'd go back to what I was saying about authentication. I, I think frictionless authentication is going to be fundamental in the next two to three years. We cannot go on with the levels of fraud that that we're seeing and hacking is becoming just, well, more and more prevalent. And so I think we're going to have to really face up to these cybersecurity challenges in the next few years. And that starts with solving the problem of username and password. I mean, how many times do we forget our password? I mean, a lot of people write down their list of passwords and put them under their keyboard or, or I don't know, they choose something super simple so that they can remember it. So I think one of the challenges that we're going to face in the industry over the next couple of years is how we move to Passwordless login, how we have a simple step up authentication. And, and clearly, I think that Compu Secure and our Arculus solution can be, can play a big role in that. And then another thing I think is going to change our landscape. You know, I talked about the fact that when I started all those years ago, it was Magstripe and then Chip and then Contactless. And, and I really believe that that the next big evolution is going to be biometrics. All of the key industry players are making considerable investments in biometric cards, whether it's the chip manufacturers or the card manufacturers. And, and that's a card that allows you to use your fingerprint on your card instead of a pin or a signature. Now, one thing that is you have to remember when you're talking to an American market is that most of the rest of the world is a little bit different because nearly everywhere else, when you go to pay at the checkout, you have to introduce your PIN every time you pay. Or you can do a contactless transaction, but you've got a ceiling of, say, I don't know, according to the country, between sort of 50 and and $100. Before then, you need to insert your card into the reader and enter your PIN. And with that ceiling, contactless ceiling increasing, it's going to be even more important that you can secure that transaction in a simple way, which still allows you to tap and paste, still allows you to use contactless. And the biometric sensor on the card is the answer to that. I expect us to see significant growth in biometric cards over the next five years. Compu Secure is working with several of our partners now on initial pilots bring biometrics to metal payment cards as well. But I think that's one of the, the big trends that we're going to see in the industry in the coming year. And then finally, I would say, of course, digital. I mean, digital payments are definitely going to continue to grow, but And again, you know, I've got some interesting statistics here because, of course, we are always looking at where the payment card market is going. Yeah, what is the future for the physical payment card? And interesting statistics show Apple Pay, which, of course, is the thing that you tend to think of, I think, when you're talking about digital payments, because they are by far and away the biggest digital wallet. And it was launched in America, here in America, in, in about 2015. And pretty well immediately, it achieved 5% 5% of transactions at point of sale. Well, we're now in 2023. And the crazy thing is that that statistic hasn't changed. It's still running at about 5 or 6%. And cash at point of sale has gone down. Checks at point of sale have gone down. But Apple Pay still hovers around the 5 or 6%. And what that tells me is cards are here to stay. I really think that's about cards being that fantastic marketing tool for financial institutions that the, the physical embodiment of the customer relationship. And I think in that, metal is memorable. It increases the customer stickiness. It enhances the customer experience. It elevates the brand. So I really think that looking at the future of payment, I think Secure and our beautiful metal cards will continue to play an increasingly important part in the payment experience.
0: Yeah, I wanted to double click on one thing you said. I know you work obviously closely with banks and financial institutions, and you mentioned fintechs. And I think the other thing you mentioned, which we didn't talk much about, was the crypto space. So that kind of goes with the future as well as, as maybe another vertical. Can you talk about what you guys do in that space?
1: Yes, yes, of course, absolutely. So It's really, again, about adding value to the card. And so we bring security through an Oculus Metal Cold Storage card, and that's all about securing digital assets. So here we're talking about cryptocurrency or NFTs. And I mean, when exchanges hold your keys, I mean, this is the fundamental Part of it. When an exchange holds your keys to your digital assets, to your crypto, you're at risk. If the exchange goes down, and I'm sure all of your listeners will have heard about FTX and a, a long list before FTX. So when an exchange goes down, if you don't own your keys, you don't own your crypto. And so you can lose absolutely everything not your keys, not your crypto. And so what we do at Compu Secure with our Arculus Metal Cold Storage offering is to to encourage really our exchange partners to offer a cold storage option to their customers and so we provide a white labeled cold storage solution for them to do that but we also have a b2c offering so consumers can just go out and and buy a card as well on on getarculus and what we do is in the card the card will actually hold your it will first of all it will generate the keys on the card and it will hold the keys to your digital assets on your Arculus metal card. And you can actually combine that with a payment card, actually. So you could have a credit card, which also serves as your cold storage card, or you could have cold storage all by itself. And the whole idea of that is that no one can get at your assets. Your assets are stored safely on the blockchain and only you hold your keys. So I think that's another area where we combine a beautiful metal card with security, and ease of use. So yeah, great experience, great security, your keys, your crypto. Okay,
0: okay. Well, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about you. You already went through sort of your professional journey and how you got there, but I'm going to ask kind of a different question around that. What attracted you to Secure? Why did you feel like that was the right career move for you?
1: Well, I actually already knew Compose Secure pretty well because at Ademio, I was a customer. So at Ademio, we sold metal cards and the metal cards that we sold were manufactured by Compose Secure. So I knew the company well before I joined. And I was really impressed, honestly, with the team at Compose Secure. There were there's some Great minds, great collaboration. And I think one of the biggest things was how much I trusted them as partners. I was also really excited by Arculus. I was really excited about how Compose Secure was adding massive value to the payment product with authentication and cold storage. I could see the. Fantastic growth that there was in metal and I was excited by the, the growth opportunities. But, but I'm going to go back to values again and going to tell you a story of when I joined CompuSecure because I won't go into all the details here. But what I will say is that when I flew out from Paris where I lived and worked, um, for many years, came out to join CompuSecure, I hadn't even actually signed my contract. I didn't have a visa. I'd been 13 years in a very senior position and I just got my ticket and I flew out to New York to start a new job for which I didn't have a contract. And that was because I had just total trust in the integrity of CompuSecure and I was right and I think that is how our customers feel about us, that we're, that we're a family, that we're great partners with customer focus and integrity and innovation at our core and and those were all of the things that really inspired me in fact to join this wonderful company.
0: Okay. Well, what are some things you're passionate about? So maybe one work-related passion and one non-work-related or personal
1: passion. Mm, Only one? Okay. I have a lot of things I'm passionate about. I have to start with my family. I'm passionate about my family. I have a wonderful husband who's come out with me to America on this new adventure. So passionate about him and, and our four children and just always ensuring the best possible now and the best possible future for them. Of course, that's, that's incredibly important for me. And as part of that, and this, yeah, I guess this is personal and professional in a way. It's education. I'm really passionate about education because well, I worked really hard to ensure that my children had a great education, and and that's a big investment. But I I recognize that I am extraordinarily privileged to have been able to do that, and my children are extraordinarily privileged to have been able to benefit from that. And that's why I am chair of Compass for Life. And Compass for Life is a foundation that has been created to help disadvantaged children achieve their dreams and find their super north star and give them the tools to achieve those dreams. It's mostly disadvantaged children, but it's also going into prisons. It's giving people with no hope a hope and a way forward to to really make something out of their lives when they haven't necessarily had the the privilege of doting parents to help them to get there. So those are things that I'm very passionate about. And then you say from a professional point of view, I mean, I guess Compass for Life straddles both, but I'm passionate about leadership. As leaders, I think we can have a profound influence for good or for bad in people's lives and I think that with a positive attitude and an encouragement, we can allow people to grow and flourish in their work and in their lives. And so, yes, positive leadership is incredibly important to me. And I think it bears fruit in business and in people's lives. And, and I will just go on to say, and as I'm in America, I'm probably allowed to say this sort of thing. I'm not allowed to say it in France, but, but in America, I probably can. I'm also passionate about my faith. And that is because I believe that if everybody just loved their neighbor, just that, this world would be a better place.
0: Yeah, I think you are a hundred percent right and definitely okay to say that on this show, that's for sure. And I think, you know, your passion for leadership is a good segue into the ending here. And I, I love to ask this question of leaders because I think Everyone has their own unique view. And the question is really around giving advice to people just starting. And I position it as they're just starting in payments or fintech. But the advice could be the same whatever industry they may be starting in. But obviously, as a podcast focused on payments and fintech, my point is to ask it around, hey, you know, someone's graduating from college, they're looking for their first job, they get into the job market, they see payments in fintech is this great place to work, so much money's been invested, it's a, it's a really cool space to work in. So what advice would you give someone, they're coming right out of school, they're looking at fintech and they want to build a career in this industry, what would you tell them that they should do to be successful?
1: Well, first of all, I would just say, do it. I would say it's a fabulous sector to be in. It's an ever-changing sector that will give you fabulous possibilities for the future. So first of all, I would encourage anybody leaving school, college to go into this sector. Secondly, I would say know where you want to go. Think where your super north star is. Think what the dream is. And then, you know, you just need to, and this is true in, in any sector, of course, but, but then you need to make sure that you've got the right tools around you, the right people around you to allow you to get to where you want to go. But don't drift. Don't just think, well, I want to do something in fintech. Think about what that end goal is and what you need along your way. That's the people you need along your way. That's the training you might need along your way to help you to get to where you want to go. And I would definitely say make sure you surround yourselves with the right people and the right attitudes because those are the things that are really going to help you reach that super North Star.
0: Yep. I think that's uh, incredibly good advice. So Amanda, we've covered a lot about the company, about you and your background, a little bit about your, your personal things you've done in, in your life and your passions. Is there anything else you'd like to cover
1: before we wrap up? I don't think there is, Greg. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I've missed that I want to say, but... No, Greg, I'm sorry. I'm drawing drawing up. I'm not thinking of anything else.
0: (laughs) No, no, that's fine. So what would be the best way for people to learn more about the company and you?
1: So to learn about the company, you can obviously visit our website, uh, composecure.com, and you'll, you'll see a lot of information there about who we are, who we serve, and how we can continue to serve our customers, and that both in the, let's say, traditional metal payment card, but also in the Arculus authentication and crypto spaces. Okay.
0: Well, Amanda, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know your time is very valuable, so I really appreciate you being here.
1: It's been a real pleasure, Greg. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And to all you listeners out there, I thank you for your time as well. And until the next story.